What's poppin' and welcome to Pop Point with Joel Asagari and Stop for All Things Pop where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe. And this week, we are heading back to 2008 because we are talking about Fearless, Taylor's version by Taylor Swift. And before we begin our episode proper, let's introduce our co-hosts for the day. I haven't seen these girls in a while, and on the show at least. Been a long time. Been a long time. They were here yeah. in our iconic Dora episode. And <laughs> Your best episode, yes, the best, the best popcorn episode. episode. Yet. <laughs> After 70 episodes, that Dora episode will remain iconic somehow. And ano ba yata, Tiger King? Let's welcome back Booty and Risa. Oh. Hello. 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 Good to so, be back. It's, yeah. it's a different uh, Swifty... Uh, permutation this time around. Um, our regular Swift. Interesting choice, nga eh. Yeah. I mean, us. I mean, we were talking about this last Sunday because coming that low, we have a uh, weekly. Ever since lockdown began, we had a week. We a have year a year ago. Sunday, Sunday movie night. So yes. we were talking about it briefly, and I was like, you know, I feel like given what we were talking about last time, perfect na pag-usapan yun and. Although I didn't know you guys in 2008, it would be cool to know it from a different perspective because we were in different places back 13 years ago. That's crazy. So I guess... Oh, 13 years ago? That's a happy coincidence. No, I don't think it's a happy coincidence. I think it's... Well, that's true. Knowing I think she really yeah. intentionally did it. But anyway, this is our traditional or like... Um, what do you call that? Our, yeah, traditional Taylor Swift release episode. And this time, you know, at least we get to revisit a lot of the old stuff that we de- we never really got to talk about. Um, I guess the first thing we talk about in this episode is why does Taylor's version even exist at all? Because to those who aren't familiar and um, who aren't in the know of what exactly happened and why this version exists 13 years after. I think you were there the last time we talked about it, Teresa, right? the Toy Story episode. That was super long ago. You were talking about Taylor Swift and Toy Story? No, oh, we had like a mini episode. Ah, yung pop. Okay, yeah, right, right, right. yeah, the pop bite. Ah, that one. That was so long ago. 2019, yes. I would say. I remember. Yes, which is awesome. Yeah, so parang, ayun. Gist of the story is that Taylor couldn't buy back her old recordings or masters as her own. I mean, to, uh, and... The person who eventually got to buy them was Scooter Braun's company, which is now owned by or like merged with Hybe, which is which used to be Big Hit Entertainment. Um, yun, that was a whole saga of. Because it's a whole complicated thing. There's a whole Twitter thread about it that you can actually read, <laughs> and it's really it's it's a really nice. Um, case study in music and music business because not a lot of people are familiar with that side of the industry and mostly just listen to music, right? But what happened was basically Taylor, um, when she was 12, 13, signed this contract saying that Big Machine Records will own her work in perpetuity. That means forever, essentially. And When the time came, and you know they they both mutually they both mutually um, benefited it from Taylor's superstardom, being Taylor Swift, who's like one of the top pop artists of this generation. And when the time come, 
when the time come when the time came for <laughs> Taylor to renew her contract with Big Machine um there was like some clause that said na for her to be able to buy back her masters for her older albums um she would have, have to make more albums no? a new album and for every new album that's when she owns a new a, an old album yeah. so parang you know it's just like you're kind of in like a lock in with that company just to yeah. get to own your old work again and of course this is kind of like also um it's not like something that happens all the time that the artist wants to buy back their masters but for a lot of legendary artists or mga super superstars na really want to own their work na versus the contracts they had because of course music labels record labels really also invest in you and put their money into the work so it's not really like a situation na you know you deserve you completely deserve but this is Taylor Swift I guess and she really wanted the whole piece of the pie or like majority of the pie for herself which is not really surprising i mean we love her but she has that um business mindedness to her stardom i guess that she also wants to hold those assets for herself and then in nga scooter bronze company without taylor's knowledge bought um the masters for 300 million dollars and uh after like a lot of trying to get um trying to find loopholes around it and trying to make pleas and all that through the other holding company which i think was called Carlyle Group um Taylor just decided na you know i'm just going to re-record all my old albums so that i can own them because in that um thread they were also explaining now why is it such a big deal because um to people who aren't aware i mean the songwriter gets a lot I mean, the songwriter will still and the artist will still get royalties from it no matter who owns it. But I guess the majority nga of what money comes around to those songs will go to whoever owns the masters. And in synchronization, that means... Um, wow, I'm nag-lecture nag, nag na pala dito about I know. Music. <laughs> um, in, Professor in, in, Cholo. In synchronization, that means like putting your songs into movies, TV shows, video games, commercials, parang a, a bunch of it is actually going to the songwriter or the composer and not the label. And so, parang regardless, parang Taylor wants that for the new versions, the business goes to the new recordings instead of the old ones. So that, you know, the parang the bypassing of who, who owned those masters really didn't make sense in an investment. I guess, you get what I mean? Like, parang Mm-mm. walang return of investment for paying $300 million yeah. for those recordings. Yeah. Because, syempre, the Taylor Swift now, who owns them, will just market the new masters or the new versions for, ano, for use wherever so that you know the royalties or the earnings of endorsements whatever will go to her did i make sense with everything i say with with, with everything i said yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so that's a quick law, ano, lesson law, professor. On, uh, <laughs> law and uh, music that's business. Law. yeah i mean 
it's a very interesting aspect that not a lot of people know. But I, I think this is only also very unique because it's Taylor Swift. She has literally the power to do it. I don't think a lot of artists have the leverage enough to speak up or like want to own their masters in this way. It just so happens that you know she really made big success, and I feel them. I feel like, naman, if um, if you're Taylor Swift, of course you'd like to own the music and the the masters, the files of your whole life, basically into but, your own. But she aspects. wasn't the first. Definitely, naman, she wasn't the first artist who like ran into this problem. Pero dahil nga, because she's Taylor Swift, it's really the first time where this really became part of the conversation na, like this issue about owning your masters, owning your own music. Because I guess the other artist then that I've heard about this issue happening to was si Jojo. If you guys remember, yeah. I think we talked oh, yeah. about this and then before. Yeah, so a couple of years ago, she also re-released her old music. So yeah, it sucks. It sucks na it happens to artists that this has to, has to happen. But at least we get new Taylor content, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think. So and I I was gonna say that's the same thing. Like Taylor knows that she has a fan base that will still listen and will want to like hear her recordings and stuff. Like, can you like everyone? Everyone when Taylor announced that she was gonna re-record her things, everyone was so excited. Like and it's it the same matter. songs essentially. I know literally. exactly. No, it's the but same we're so song. excited, even though it's, it's the things we've heard line before. By line. <laughs> exactly, and, you know, I, and I nearly like, identical. I guess iba na rin yung situation ngayon in terms of the music industry, the the landscape of you know, having Spotify streaming. Because before, it was really uh, dig- uh, physical that you sold yeah. and some digital. But now, it's really more a digital world. And, you know, iba na yung labanan talaga in that sense. But, and and in that, um, on that note as well, contracts have become different now. Because literally, you can be, you can want to be an artist and just post it yourself online, right? And, you know, if if you just yeah. wanted to write out all that, but definitely the music industry has also evolved in the way they have contracts with their artists. Uh, and coming from a record label, um, parang yun na nga, parang it's not necessarily anti-artist anymore at this point when it used to be. Because in the unique situation, uh, it's in perpetuity, which is like not necessarily practiced anymore these days. But yun na nga, uh, that's why Fearless Taylor's version exists and that's why we're talking about it today. So just a quick recap for anyone who was wondering, why is, is she just putting this out for money? Kind of. For funsies. But there's also like <laughs> a principle behind it of why she yeah. wanted to put, put this out. And on that note, I guess let's begin our Back to the Future Nostalgia trip. Um, with, back to the past. Back I mean, it's future. back to the past and the future because we came from the future. <laughs> I just, I just made it up because I wanted to use the reference. Um, ayon, I mean, it before we talked about it briefly in our one of our old Taylor Swift episodes. But I want to know where were you guys when Fearless was first released back in two thousand eight? Uh, what do you remember? Um, 
of hearing Taylor Swift first. Mm-hmm. I mean, parang ganun. Ako, I distinctly remember the exact moment that I listened to Love Story for the first time. I was in... I do also. Go first. I was in Ateneo grade school and we had like a cast party at for Ateneo Children's Theater and somebody just played Taylor Swift on their iPod and I was like, this is, they were like, oh, this is a new like uh, hit song right now and I was like, that was it. That was the moment I first came to know about Taylor mm-hmm. Swift because I was just... And you've been standing. And I've been standing since. I would say I'm really more pop Taylor as Woody would know <laughs> and emphasize <laughs> uh, since 1989. But ever since naman, parang it was there. The, I mean, I, I also remember having a You Belong With Me shirt. Um, so, <laughs> si, ano pa nagbenta nun? Si Drama Del Rosario. He was selling it for one of wow. the fundraising in Ateneo High School. Parang, you know, that was, I was in grade 7 then. So, that was me. That was my first, um, ano, with Taylor Swift. Mm. Oh, I, I actually, parang for each album, I have a distinct memory of when I listened to them the first time. So, I guess, unahin ko muna, can I go to like the first muna? The Taylor Swift. Like, as in the debut, as in Taylor TV Swift. Uh-oh. I still have, I still remember the very first time I learned about who Taylor Swift was. Because eh. that was back in 2006. Pa. So, like, really, when she started, I remember, because back in the day, we would all share a computer as a family in, like, this shared room. Yes, the computer. So, uh, I was just being nosy with my sister. And then she started playing teardrops on my guitar. I was like 10 years old. So like that was the first time I learned about Taylor talaga. Pero aside from like the singles ng first album, I would say sa Fearless talaga ako naging fan. Kasi I'm not sure if I discovered Love Story or You Belong With Me first. But either way, I still remember kung paano ko pinakinggan yung song sa for the first time. So for Love Story naman, I remember, I know, for You Belong With Me, sorry, yun mo na. Super random. So, so American Idol. I used to watch American Idol a lot. And I forget which contestant. But there's this one contestant the top 24 who sang You Belong With Me. <laughs> that's so specific. You remember that? Oh top. my God. No. Yes, that's, that's, that is my memory. Sorry, you can go ahead. But that is okay. my exact memory of You Belong With Me. Let's search it I out. forget. So she's so a teenager. She didn't, she didn't like make it. <laughs> yeah. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember for the judges like didn't like her song. Didn't yeah. like the performance. And then the mom was so angry. Because the mom was like, when when she performed last, they told her to sing a more youthful oh, song. Yeah, now that exactly. she's singing a more youthful song, they don't they like it. Like so, it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I discovered You Belong With Me. So I think I think yun yun na una. And then after that, one of my classmates, um, ano yun, high school or grade school? Grade school. I, I, think, uh, I, think, oh, I think I was like grade six. Or Joe, ganun. were you in high school not at that time? I'm I don't, sure. I honestly don't remember. But in 2008, the same, ano na, same year pa din naman. Okay. Like my friend told me, oh, you should listen to Love Story by Taylor. And then I remember I downloaded the song. Pag uwi ko, I'm not gonna say na lang kung saan ko dinownload. But I downloaded this song. <laughs> <laughs> and then, a certain for letter some L, reason, <laughs> it has a fruit on it, baby. <laughs> and then, I don't know why I remember, 
Or I remember, so nilagay ko siya sa iPod ko, sa purple iPod Nano ko. And then, I listened to it the first time sa, B- alam niyo yung flyover papunta sa BGC? Mm-mm. Yun. That's where I first listened to Love Story. And then, I was, ala, ayun, I was hooked. So, after that's that, so I just specific. To, that's so specific. I don't know why I remember, but I yeah. apparently, I still do. I know. So, yun. After that, wala na talaga. Uh, <laughs> Fearless was really my very in yung next the next start yung Taylor obsession ko. What about you, Risa? About uh, your American Idol memory? Yes. Then? Oh my God, I have this. Okay, but first I'll talk about how I discovered Taylor in general. Hmm, so sure. I think I was probably I'm gonna say grade six. So I guess yeah, around the time she started, I'll say 07. That's probably like 07. Yeah. And like, I had a really big crush on this guy. And <laughs> I know, it's related. I promise. And then, so you know, obviously, my friends knew I had the really big crush on this person. You know, and my one of my friends messaged me on YM, guys, YM, um, <laughs> a YouTube link. And then this, is, and then she was like, "This is you." And then it was teardrops on my guitar. <laughs> Because oh obviously, God. you know, uh-huh. the guy was like older and he would never like me back because I was like 12. So feel na feel okay. my teardrops. Oh yeah, oh my God, super. <laughs> and then ever since then, like, diba, like obviously on YouTube, it has the mga suggestions. So our song was next to it. And yeah. well, I just couldn't stop listening at that point. And then I have the same, it's so funny because I have the same memory as you, Boots. I heard, learned about You Belong With Me from that American Idol girl. Diba? Exactly. Fairness to that girl, whoever she is. Thank, thank you. you to her. Yeah, thank you. But, okay, I will say though, when I watched her performance, I remember thinking they didn't like it because her voice was more Kobe Kalei than Taylor Swift. Is it I was like, a girl I remember... called ano, Stevie Wright? You belong with. Honestly, me. I I guess. Top 36 I American Idol performance. Oh, 36. Palas, sorry, not top yeah. 24. But I remember her voice. I remember thinking, you know, I remember that like I don't know why, but I was like, you know, if she sang bubbly. She would have done better. <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so you belong with me was that. And then I remember I was in my best friend's house in um in grade school and then she was like, "Oh, I love that music video." And after that music video, that was it. You belong with me by the way with is the paper. my top is one of my top tier like god tier Taylor Swift songs and that music video is one of the very big reasons why because I love that music video. That music video, video is Deserve. so iconic. It's With so the versions of Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's so good. And then, for Love Story, I think I just watched it on Mix. <laughs> I, I uh, remember watching know, the uh, Mix. Like, we don't have any other discovery platforms. No internet. Oh. We only had YouTube and like, Mix yeah. and probably word of, mouth. word of Mouth by People exactly. or Radio. Now, and you know that um that website with the fruit. <laughs> but you only go there when people tell you about it. Eh. Parang there's no other way to like That's true. discover it. And you know TV like American Idol, it just speaks about like how things have changed so much in the last 13 years. Oh, yeah, you don't definitely. realize it. Now like Gen Z kids are like just searching whatever up on Spotify or the algorithm. Yeah. What's American Idol? I mean, they don't understand the hype anymore of American, American Idol. Idol. Actually, oh, like side note, I have American Idol to thank. Now I know so many old songs. Like if not for American Idol, I wouldn't know most of the like classic songs that I know. No, now. that's that's very true. Oh my gosh, I even have like a. I'm sure I I I feel like I don't think I even. It's probably broken now, but I went to the theater, Kodak Theater, 
like where mm-hmm. they filmed the where they shot and stuff oh, i have a bag i have like an american idol bag <laughs> like i bought in the <laughs> american idol paved the way that's how much we i loved american idol really like, I, I, don't, I don't know where it is anymore it's probably dead that was ages ago i haven't been to la in years so like and American was, Idol was such like a family event. Now you'd really watch it yeah. with your no, family every weekend. Wednesday and Thursday it, in Star yeah. World, 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I remember. Like, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I remember because like there was one season. I think it was maybe Taylor Hicks season. I can't remember. I was in the States at that time. So I remember saying being like, oh my gosh, I'm going to know the results before the Philippines does. <laughs> <laughs> at that time, we were like still... in the newspaper. I remember. Like, at that time, because I we were we still had delayed television. Like our yeah. te- our television stuff was still delayed. Gosh, guys, what a concept! But yeah, <laughs> gosh. Okay, wala lang. That was fun. Sorry. So, about American Idol. <laughs> That's why I feel like our generation has some patience in us, in a sense that we used to wait for shows every week. And now it's yeah. just like binge watching all that algorithm. We didn't have any sort of algorithm to tell us what we like or what they think we will like based on our history, all that. We didn't have TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and, we just tested the waters and then decided from there. <laughs> and I think Taylor was really unique at that point because country music isn't even a thing in the Philippines okay. to begin with. And the fact that major poppy version made it to the Philippines, I guess, was really interesting. Because as a Disney kid, I only really know Disney soundtrack songs for most of my like <laughs> younger years. And um, aside from that, you know, that really sparked... Taylor Swift, I guess, was one of the first artists to spark an interest in the top 40. That's not mga Disney soundtracks. Yeah. And, um, one know, of the I, first mainstream artists. Exactly. Along with Miley Cyrus, Seven Things. That's another uh, <laughs> song from that <laughs> another... era. And the fact that si Justin Gaston, who was Miley Cyrus's ex-boyfriend or boyfriend at the time, was the ano, was the lead guy of Taylor Swift in Love Story music video. It was such a oh, big gosh, deal. I right? haven't thought of that guy <laughs> in a long time. Oh my gosh. And then she got another one of Miley's leading men for You Belong With Me. I did not get that connection. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> Lucas still. Oh, yeah. Lucas still. Because he was, he was Miley's was in Hannah Montana. Pero una si You Belong With Me, diba? Then Hannah Montana, the movie. No, I thought that Taylor Mason Lucas still. Oh, right. You're right. I, actually, Taylor, I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought Taylor met Lucas still when Taylor filmed um, Maybe she did. Hannah Montana movie. Crazier also, guys. Really yeah. strong. One of the best. I don't know if she's ever <laughs> going to re-record that, but I will love that. And I still love that song to this day. The I'd Lie, talaga. I'm so disappointed. Just nawala yung I'd Lie sa Fearless, but whatever. Wait, I have a question. Is I'd Lie from Fearless? I thought it was from Taylor no. Swift. Where is it? It's from Taylor Swift. It's a, it's, it's, it's a oh, single. It's a song. I don't think it fell under any album. I see. No, because I was Maybe looking it was for it also. Maybe it was in that Taylor Swift EP, I Heart Question Mark. I heard question mark lang yon and beautiful eyes. I don't think I'd lie was there. But Maybe it's gonna Spotify, be like a from the vault song fun. in the next album. Come through, Taylor. It's one of my faves. <laughs> well, it says here that it's uh, 
no, it, it's not from anywhere. It's not eh. Alam ko, it's yeah. not. I remember, how I remember is kasi sa iPod go back in the day. Sobrang <laughs> obsessed with placing everything into and the And putting the pictures. Albums, and putting the album artwork. Yeah. I remember I'd Lie wasn't in any of it. Kasi yung I Heart question mark, that was in the Beautiful Eyes EPA. Yung, yung orange, yung orange, orange yung cover. Heart with flower. Yeah. She was holding a flower, diba? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ayun, I don't think I'd I wonder if she's ever gonna re-record there. those. Because I also like I Heart question mark. That's I also like I Heart question mark. I'm sure she's gonna find the time. <laughs> sana, sana, sana. So but I heard that's 1989's next, right? Like, that's the big thing that's going around now. Like, see Harry Styles bus gonna be collabing with her for... Oh my song. god. Yeah, my god mind will um, be Taylor Swift. Oh gosh, are we gonna get into my complicated history with Taylor and Harry? <laughs> No, that's, first, that's for, for the 1989 pod. That's not for oh, the Oh, Lord. Exactly. Do you have a complicated history with Taylor and Joe Jonas? You can talk about that here. Oh, no. That was that's that was more for my sister. I see. Her sister <laughs> is, I, was the president my sister. of Joe Bros. Philippines. Of Joe's Brothers Philippines. <laughs> so, so, we're going to say to say her. Ano, oh, defend Joe. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, ako din naman. Joe apologist din naman ako. So, I'll be here to uh, defend him. <laughs> yeah, so moving on, I guess, to some of the tracks. Like, what were your all-time favorites heading into this re-release? And I guess we will not really go track by track. But like, mm-hmm. I guess, let's just reminisce a bit about the songs the on this album. Yeah, the hits. Well, go ako, ahead? Okay, Ever since talaga, my favorite tracks in Fearless were the bonus, the platinum Agreed. edition bonus tracks. Those are so So Jump Then Fall, Other Side of the Door, yun, those two, Forever and the Forever and Always Piano version. Piano version, malakas. So those were the songs talaga I was looking forward to the most dito sa re-recording. And wala, she, she, didn't, she didn't disappoint. Yeah, I mean... Dun sa mga original tracks, what did you think of the newer um, recordings? Definitely, like, her voice was like... Oh, she sounds so much better. She sounds so much better, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you can hear like, the fullness in her voice that she's not struggling. Yeah, the maturity. Yeah, yeah, she matured so much. And it's so... I don't... I mean, as someone who, you know, who sang, you can tell them when there's, like, a certain strength in her voice because of how, like, how much she uses it you get me? Like, when she was, like, 17, she was still starting out. But now, it's it's so polished. And it's yeah. so solid. And it's so nice. Like, I was listening to um, the Platinum Edition of Fearless the other day because I wanted to compare, like, the way that she sounded back then and the way she sounded now. And, my gosh, you can really tell the difference. It's a huge difference. And Super especially, like, with songs. before, right? Exactly, yeah. And, well, she was so young in the mind. Yeah. Yeah, like I think the one that the song for me that really made it super obvious was the I mean the the song that made it super obvious that her voice matured for me was the way I loved you, like the way that she sang oh, yeah. the way I loved you in the old in the two thousand eight version was so it it wasn't bad but this one's it's just there's a huge improvement in the way it sounded and also like I will say that Taylor has always been an amazing songwriter and stuff and the way I loved you. Feels more like a 31-year-old Taylor song than a like 17-year-old Taylor song. So like I feel like it's 
the way that she sings it now, I feel like there's more purpose in it because you know she's the, she's had so many relationships and stuff. But at the same time, I still really like na it's almost identical, like how they produced the songs yeah. to the old versions. Because I really, whenever I listen to a particular song, tapos sa naina ako sa version nayon. Parang I will really have an aversion if That's like true. someone yeah. makes something a like changes. cover or tapos something's different. As in, yeah. it will be too jarring for me. So dito, I'm super happy na almost aside from the maturity nga in her voice, halos indistinguishable yung ano. And so, fun yun, fact, I like the fact that she did get the original band who played for her in the original recording oh, for That's this so album. Nice. That's good. That's yeah, cool. and I'm not sure if you realize, but some lyrics actually changed, but not the like super, I know, not super, super big lyric changes. Like, like which one? In You Belong With Me, she says, I'm in my room instead of I'm in the room. And um, she also says, This ain't in our. In I think White Horse, she says, This ain't mm-hmm. our fairy tale instead of This ain't a fairy tale. So, mga ganun oh, subtle changes. Really? Okay. I so, remember, I think sa like Steven din eh, may isa where she changed a minor word pero na spot ko. I forget lang which. Pero yeah, you're right na may mga minor But it's not like super like tradition. it's gonna change. You won't yeah, even yeah, yeah. realize it until somebody tells you because they're like yeah. so subtle. Yung super funny though, may nakita akong TikTok na people were sad na sa you belong with me. No, wala yung giant gasp niya sa bridge. <laughs> Did you guys notice that? Yung parang yung when I know you're about to cry, that line. Ah, yeah. And then she gasps. <laughs> she gasps. So like she takes a deep breath before she sings yeah. the other line. Yeah. Tapos yeah. in this new one, I guess like they edited out na yung ano, yung gasp na yun. So everyone yeah. was like, oh, we'll, you, we'll, you'll be missed. Taylor's gasp. And, <laughs> and the way she laughs, yata and he's Steven also. They're like, oh, her yeah, laugh it's different. Oh, yeah. But well, I would say na for some songs, I actually still prefer some of the original versions. Unpopular opinion, I guess. Like, for example, You Belong With Me, I prefer like the youth of the original than the maturity of mm-hmm. the newer one. Because you, know, you can really feel the excitement she had in You Belong With Me. And also, one of the songs I really like also from... The original recordings is today was a fairy tale. Parang mas magical lang yung feeling, and not just singing it randomly or like just to sing it. I went I had those feelings. Did you have those like moments where you're like, oh? Ako wala naman. Yun yeah. nga, I was surprised nga. Kasi I I was expecting that I would be sad. Kasi I'd notice like differences from the original. Pero wala naman akong super strong opinions. Like so new versus old. I would still say I like both, but then I guess the support and the support. then I'll just listen to Taylor's version. <laughs> yeah, so there are the like last... some, ano, some uh, what do you call this? Some ultra Swifties who are on Spotify hiding the old tracks and like para pag search mo yung song, lalabas lang yung new the track. New version. <laughs> yeah, but like unpopular, I guess unpopular opinion, even if. I would literally probably like go all out for Taylor Swift in any other occasion. Like I'd keep, I'd still keep some, ano, some old tracks. Like I made a playlist with some 
mixed into it just because I prefer some versions over others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair day. Get to where you're coming from. Yeah. Well, I, I was just thinking, like, well, for me, the thing about this version or this album is that it also um, let me, like, appreciate the songs that I didn't when I was, like, 13 years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. now, like, Boone said that Jump and Fall has always been one of her favorites. But to me, that was, like, the one that I skipped. So I can't yeah. believe. I can't believe you <laughs> slept on Jump and Fall for 13 know. years. I know. I, there were so, like, also the way I loved you, I slept on that. It, like, so, you know, listening to it again, parang, I'm like, hey, oh my god. Like, it, so it also had this element of, I don't know if it's, I guess you can't say reappreciation, but more of like, uh, it also had this element of it being kind of a new-ish album for me because yeah, these mm-hmm. were songs that I didn't pay attention to. And of course, I mean, there's also the Vault songs, which were also great. Yeah, and like, I feel like in the past, a lot of people like us are really like single people. I mean, we're still single, but like single <laughs> inclined people. Why are, you, why are you calling us out, Cholo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't really listen to a whole album the same way we would now and appreciate it versus like yeah. before now we're just going to listen to what's on the radio, what has a music video. Now we have a deeper appreciation of like B-sides. Although yeah, I, I, think... I really know, I mean, yun nga, platinum's, platinum songs talaga are like the best in the bunch. The best, the best. Yeah, and like, I mean, when I was thinking about it the other day, now, when this album came out, like, we were listening to 15. We weren't even 15. We weren't 15? Yet. So like, oh, bro, that's so... crazy to me. That's so crazy to me. <laughs> we weren't even 15. I remember when I first listened to 15, I was like, I don't know any of this shit. Like, I'm in grade school. Like, what are you talking about? And we're not in an American, <laughs> like, Exactly, and, and the, the lyrics are like, it's your freshman year and you're going to be here for the next four years. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like in grade seven or in grade six or something. Mm-hmm. And then like, like what you were saying, Cho, like when we were, when we were that young, we weren't like none of us or like, yeah, any of us in our age, barely any of us like experienced being in like a relationship and stuff. So like when you hear the music again now, as opposed to parang before, fake fake heartbreak lang yung ano. Oh, before you know it was like hurt us. No one could hurt us. Like, no one hurt us. I but know. Like, now there's you know we actually understand it in a deeper level. Like you know the the way that the lyrics of, uh, well I guess this is more of for the from the vault stuff, but the lyrics of, um, you all over me. Like I felt Dana. that. But I felt that like um the what is it the held out held on God knows too long and I was like yes oh my god yes and like oh fuck I forgot I forgot the other one but yeah you just really feel it differently I think I for and oh I saw this tweet. I shared it with you guys on our group chat, but I saw this tweet that made me laugh, but it was so accurate, I couldn't handle it. Um, it said, like, I'm so glad I got over my ex before Taylor went into the vault. <laughs> and I was like, yes, because if those songs came out, like, a few years prior, oh my God. Wala. You would have been wrecked. I would have been wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Anatola, can you relate? <laughs> well, I would say, na parang, of course... I'm really like a folklorian in that sense na 
not necessarily like romantic heartbreak went into the folklore era and I really re- resonated with it. But mm-hmm. I would say na, as Risa said, we have we, we have more experience now in this age now we could relate a lot of things. But it's crazy how Taylor Swift, who's only like five, six years ahead of us, got to experience such deep thoughts and writing exactly. when she was that young. She was 18, 17 when she wrote those songs. And even before, yung mga ano, teardrops on my guitar era. Diba? Parang yeah. wild. Dami niyang feelings. It's crazy. And and she can like explain those feelings. Like she can put them into yeah. words. That's that's something that's so hard to do when you're so young. And I did try mm-hmm. writing songs for a class and it's not that easy talaga. Like you'd always keep on thinking how, how to rhyme. How would how would you rhyme these things? What would sound nice and all that. And parang think, interesting yung ano ah. Can you share like <laughs> after this? Can you share yeah. with us? Can I not tell song? you about no, my songs? I don't think so. <laughs> I think I just I need to know. Yeah. From from Cholas Vault. Yeah, from the Vault Cholas version. <laughs> <laughs> Perilous is my album. <laughs> <laughs> my God. We're back to Taylor. Yeah, I would say especially fifteen. You'd hear her in her voice na the retrospection about being 15 now that she's 31 is much more significant. And like, it's crazy also thinking back of when we were 15 in a sense and, you know, what problems, quote-unquote, we had. And I was listening to it again and like, yung, I have, parang, there are bigger dreams, diba, sinasabi niya dun. And, you know, like, you don't really think of that when you're in high school and now that we're here, you're like, oh yeah, there's still much to go about in the world. Yeah, that's why I really like the 15, the new 15. Parang ang daming feels within it na, yeah. you know, she's looking back at her past and her history. Yeah, because compare to the original version, na 15 was just like, what, two years ago for her? Yeah. Three years yeah. ago compared to now. So I get it. But I mean, can you imagine she had the like sense to put in her song that like, you know, you, I didn't know what I was supposed to be, like at fifteen. Parang she was only seventeen at that point. She can you like, I don't know. For me, it's just amazing how she like thought of that, like the sense of it to look at past like that age, especially yeah. when she wasn't that much older than when she recorded that song. It's crazy Ooh. how she's gone from 15 and now 31 and like... That's, you know, that's more than half of the... That's twice the time now. Okay. Yeah, the... because I'm 26. So this is really like half. Super crazy talaga. And she did achieve all those dreams, I guess. Now yeah. that we're talking about it and you're re-recording a whole album. Any other like yeah. um, mga standout tracks aside from 15 from the, ball. the way i love Mr. perfectly fine mr oh perfectly gosh. fine can we go can we talk about that yeah. song oh my gosh okay but can i just say though like i was talking to um a friend about it and then you know how like sophie turner like posted about yeah. it and said like it's not it's not, not a pop, not a pop. <laughs> and then i was just saying to her okay man they're both happy yeah you know, i you wonder what the conversations thing. between Sophie and Joe are about, you know, I guess no. they, they well, wouldn't talk he, about it. He was a teenager. I don't think it should <laughs> be that big of a deal. <laughs> As a wife, I feel like yeah. that. 
I think it's silly. Yeah. Yeah, I would if it were me, I'd be like, lol. <laughs> I would listen to it in front beside him, like on full blast. If I was Sophie Turner, just to piss him off. But <laughs> <laughs> I really love how it's really quintessential Taylor Swift, talaga. like country pop Taylor Swift to begin with. I know it's the I perfect know. fearless it's... song. Exactly. Well, maybe sige, cut Joseph Slack then to be to look at the bright side. Because again, like maybe Joe wasn't completely correct for breaking up with her by a phone call but can i just quickly say na i don't think he deserved as much crap that taylor gave him back back in 2008 <laughs> and taylor agrees naman diba para recently she yeah, said she to apologized Ellen yeah na para she regrets being that yeah, uh, crazy. I, you know, <laughs> I you know when you're heartbroken and when you're so young, you're you're petty. I mean, hell hath no yeah. fear. I'll give that to her. She was young, so okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, but like Joe didn't deserve that much hate. Yeah, Joe didn't deserve that rep. <laughs> I mean, now that we talk about it, now that the children of Swift exist, aka Miss Olivia Rodrigo, and Olivia Rodrigo as well. Parang it's it's kind of like that then in a sense na but in a diff, in the next generation mm-hmm. na you know actually come to think of it because they're the they're the only like two Gen Z artists that like I genuinely listen to a lot. Plus, I'm just now realizing maybe because their style of writing is very similar to Taylor. Exactly. Like storytelling, yeah. storytelling talaga. Oh, I'm just lang, I'm just now connecting the dots. <laughs> the power, the impact. <laughs> That's true. But yes, I think like from the vault, it really is like Mr. Perfectly Fine is my it's favorite. True. It's the best. It's the best. But I also do that. like the other songs like That's When is also very nice. And, oh yeah. That's my second fave. Yeah. And again, I, I've talked about it. You all over me is <laughs> it hits different. <laughs> it hits what I like about, ano, before we head to the next songs from the vault. I guess you Mr. Perfectly Fine. The way she, ano, the but there's some songs na she turns it around at the end. Na, yeah, that's what she did. Here. Yeah, what she did. And I really like that in this Mr. Perfectly Fine na she's no longer Miss Misery. Ganun. Parang it's just really yeah. fun. And mm-hmm. the, the fact that you could think of all those Mr. and Miss things in just one song about yeah. like a whole yeah. relationship. It's like, how can I you do that? Uh, Wala, her mind lang talaga. The lyricism. True. Yes. And also, Mr. Perfectly Fine is one of those songs you just want to accidentally send to someone. You're like, I... Si Risa, daming, daming feelings. Oh my God. Maganda yung Mr. Cruel na line kasi. I know. Well, at least that's good that she saved that for, ano, for all too well. I feel like mas maganda impact nun sa all too well. Mm. So casually cruel in the name of being honest. So I guess it works out. I mean, we have both yeah. now, so... <laughs> yeah, we do. So we don't have to pick anymore. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite line, I would say, is Mr. Insincere Apology so he doesn't look like the bad guy. We know so many people. Shout out to Miss Mika Marina Adat, who was supposed to be with us. That's what she said yeah. about Mr. Perfectly Fine. I know I so know. many people. Yeah, I know. And I replied to that IG story saying, same. 
Meanwhile, I'm still here. Tapos yung dum-dum na dum-dum ko para na song is Superstar. Half, half joke. <laughs> yeah, I wanna talk about that pala in, before we head to other songs from the vault. Like, the Platinum Edition track. Sure. Again, na parang, it's just like so amazing. Oh, and, that's right. That was a Platinum track din pala. Oh. Yeah, and like, I don't know, parang, uh, this, the new re-recordings just made it made them so much more powerful the way she sang them especially forever and always piano version yeah. was the first version already like was very dramatic sounding but this one's like even more for some reason Mm-mm. and the fact that i only found out that untouchable was a cover pala it's crazy to think <laughs> after all these years it was yeah, a rock song that. i didn't know that yeah yeah it's a rock song go search it up on youtube untouchable <laughs> by What's the name of the artist? Luna Untouchable. Luna Halo, yung art original artist niya. And it's a rock song. So yeah, and the other side of the door. The that last part talaga, one of her best, ano, best work. That last verse in the other side of the door, yung mabilis. Yeah. Yung, ano, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't even sing it. <laughs> It was you with your face in the beautiful oh, eyes. Was, yeah, a conversation and the yeah that one. Yeah. So yeah. good. It's so Very good. good. <laughs> yeah, ano pa ano pa sa um, platinum? I mean, everything was really good. I mean, everything's great. Everything. Everything. It's fearless. I would say title track yeah. still lives up. Fearless is so good. Yeah, you know, I when I when it came out like the when it came out on Spotify the other day, like I just played fearless and it just felt all the feelings just came back and I was just so happy and excited because this, like, Fearless is so iconic. It is, like, one big of those... of, like, our early teenhood. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I will say that Fearless wasn't one of the songs that I super loved at first. I mean, like, uh, because obviously, I, You Belong With Me, again, was top tier. So, but yes, I mean, now it's it's still amazing. Yeah. Kasi, like, when I was listening to the album talaga, for some, almost every song, parang magpa-flashback to ako to this specific memory from, like, high school. So, like, yun sa Fearless, I remember, we we had to sing for music class, tapos yun yung pinili namin. Fear, tapos I remember 15, <laughs> I was learning to play, I was asking my classmates how to play the guitar. I was asking them to teach me chords so I could play 15. Mga ganun. So, grabe talaga. Oh, the nostalgia. The she was doing, like, the the four chords. I mean, like, a lot of her songs were just those four chords, yeah. right? True. She was, I said, she's the reason why I learned how to play the guitar. <laughs> was after, after I learned those four chords, well, I could play, like, most of her songs. Yeah, like, because most that. of her songs were those four chords. Yeah, D, don't know about minor G. That's it. There was Until no F. Now, pretty there simple. Was no F there. D, A, E minor G. Sometimes my F. <laughs> but those four talaga are the... That's the cheat cheat talaga. Yeah, true. Ang ganda rin na ending song still, although it's not the ending mm-hmm. song to this track, is Change. Yung mm-hmm. ano, about the hope. That was my different meaning na siya. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. But now that we head towards the vault again, um, I also, as Risa said, I also really like That's When. Because I also, I, I really like when Taylor has duets with people. And yeah. This is another, you may sagutan, like exile, diba. Um, and also, the same way I was talking about how she changes it up in the end. This, like, the, the, those types of duets that have 
people talking to each other and this was one of them it's just it's just mm-hmm. nice about um um conversing to someone you said that you don't want to talk to anymore parang ganun yun diba so that's when ano pa yung sinasabi mo Risa about uh, from the vault tracks wala natamaan lang ako <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, that's basically really it. at the perfect time. What were what were what were the no? It was uh you all over me, Mr. Perfectly Fine. We that's when that's when you were happy. And bye 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 baby. baby. Right? So those are the six new Yeah. But Mr. New I would say but Mr. Perfectly Fine Supremacy. Yes, that's Definitely. true. But I mean like I was listening to the I mean I was listening to the I was reading the lyrics while listening to the song and I think that I, I I I don't know why but I think it was more appropriate that she released them now I feel like because yeah, she's more grown up and the songs again are I don't know I don't think they're very fearless super sounding fear. yeah but yeah they're, you... and they're very mature I mean for me I'm so surprised that she wrote these when she was so young because they're pretty mature like the material so it's a drama queen I, so I guess yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah I I think that it they were all good but nothing i was super duper in love with like, like the way i was in love with like fearless or you belong with me i agree i definitely get why these songs would be cut from a general uh the track list except mr perfectly fine talaga parang <laughs> that just doesn't make sense but the rest are like very b-side even like Mm-mm. you'd understand why um they weren't released originally as part of the even the platinum version because she wrote new songs na lang for that and you know it's a it's a great treat naman to get six new songs to begin with to come to go along with the re-recordings like the whole she gave us like two hours worth yeah. of songs it's such a long album it and this is the third album in a span of one year not even one year no my gosh So imagine we had how many songs, new songs from Taylor Swift. Folklore had mm-hmm. like. I haven't even listened to all of Evermore yet. If I'm being really? honest. Really. Uh, na like na like listen to it. Yeah, talaga yeah, na like sat down and listened to it. Yeah. So that's like 41 new Taylor Swift songs in less than a year. That's insane. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much our feelings about Fearless Taylor's version, no? Anything mm-hmm. else from 2008 you'd like to like be nostalgic about, and you know, of course, Woody wants to defend Joe Jonas and the Jonas. <laughs> you know, no, it's okay. I, I I touched on it na kanina. That's all I have to say lang naman. He didn't deserve as much hate as he got. <laughs> they were young, you know. Yeah, but again, they were young, so I guess you can yeah. forgive the pettiness. They're yeah. all over it now. We can all laugh about it now. They're all happy now. That's you know, true. they're living their lives. They're all Let's successful. Hope Joshua Bassett is the same in the future. Oh gosh! Oh my God! Can we oh quickly talk God. about that? Nalang like the modern day Taylor Swift esque drama with you Olivia. It's the new Taylor Swift, talaga. Yeah. So Olivia, uh, Olivia's on her way to becoming like a zoomer. Let's give a Taylor quick Swift. background about this. Since this is on topic, okay. naman of teenagers writing about their feelings. Yeah, and plus Olivia is super is the number one Swifty. So exactly, it's amazing how and her songs are great. 
she inspired a new generation to really write songs the way she does. Like, the same way um, Lady Gaga inspired Rina Sawayama. Now, Taylor Swift has um, Olivia Rodrigo, who's like probably the most promising young artist this year that debuted this year. And she only has two songs or like (laughs) three if you count. Aside from the Disney songs. Aside from the High School Musical songs. Yeah. Did you guys see the trailer, by the way? Sorry, off topic. But then trailer <laughs> of the... Yes, S2. Yeah. <laughs> awkward. It's gonna be... It's, it must be it must be so awkward. Because um, if people aren't familiar yet about Olivia Rodrigo, she's the uh, star of High School Musical, the musical, the series, which we also have an episode about. Um, and... Um, oh, yeah. I was part of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, her co-star, she and her co-star Joffre Bassett are basically the Troy and Gabriella of the series. And after having, I guess, a breakup, I'm not sure if they were even together in the. Yeah, first we we don't know. Yeah. Not like. I guess there was a thing. There was a thing, but there was something. I guess. in other words, but <laughs> that didn't go well. And Olivia wrote the massive hit that we all know as Driver's License. Driver's License. And, and also that's Deja where the Vu. began. <laughs> yeah. The Taylor, ano talaga. Really, you can really feel the Taylor influence yeah, and it's very like how she writes her songs. School. It's very mm-hmm. old school Taylor because like, she's she's making tama talaga. Like, may tinatamaan talagang siyang tao. You know, like, and Taylor's older songs, especially like, let's say, Teardrops on My Guitar, she names the guy. Like, there's yeah. no I wonder, kamusta na kaya si Drew ngayon? <laughs> I think My royalties na kaya si Drew. Na parang Drew regrets doing that to Taylor Swift. Well, malamang kasi sigaw na siya ngayon. No, but I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's the same vibe I'm getting from Olivia Rodrigo because she's not being very subtle. I mean, She's more subtle than Taylor was at that age, but she's I mean, not it's more like being, being unapologetic about it. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Which I guess is very empowering for young women, because mm-hmm. taking their own narrative. And you know, Joshua Bassett had his own song that was released like a week after Driver's License, which was called "Lie Lie Lie," and you know that doesn't really like put it in a good light. And then, the third party involved, which is Sabrina Carpenter, also a Disney star, um, released Skin, which was more, uh, parang answering um, Olivia Rodrigo saying, um, you can try to get under my skin while he's on mine. (laughs) Which is like, pretty (laughs) To be fair to to Sabrina, I don't think that was really targeted to Olivia, but more of like, the the haters. The haters. Yeah, the nosy, the nosy people. AKA us. (laughs) In a general sense, you wouldn't dig deep and read Sabrina Carpenter's interviews where she said, oh, it's not about her. And the back, May mga lyrics pa na, we could have been friends. Parang, mm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. you take it as Maybe fate. Blonde was the only rhyme. <laughs> and and to answer, Blonde was the only rhyme. The If you look for demos of Driver's License, the original lyric actually says brunette. So you can't really say it's about her completely. See, the fact that we're, we're analyzing their <laughs> lyrics, yeah. similar to how we used to analyze Taylor's lyrics, 
like oh who could this be about yung mga ganun no I don't really like, the best generation again because of Olivia Rodrigo yeah and then Deja Vu diba she has this line I can't remember the specifics but it's like do you say my name because it sounds like hers and I was like oh my god Olivia <laughs> Sabrina <laughs> do you I feel like uh-huh. you have type the part the line where I guess you have a type where she said that yeah I hate to think that I was just your type yeah 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 gosh that's such a good song guys whoever's listening to this you need to listen to Olivia Rodrigo's songs they're so good yes and her and she's album. only how old is she she's like 16 she's so young 17 she's so young 17 either way she's very young and watch so High School Musical the musical the series she's very good there and also because you can see who Joshua Bassett is mm-hmm. Pinoy Pride then <laughs> joke lang <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that subtle like hint of it in the show and imagine how much more she can get better oh, yeah. in the next years oh yeah for this debut album yeah I mean, I'm sure like in a few years, she's going to do what most of these Disney stars didn't break out. And then, you know, she's going to be on her way to making like really good music. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's uncommon to see a star break out that big in her first song ever. And this has like yeah. a billion streams at this point. And that was just released in January. That was the first big hit of mega smash hit of the year before um, Heartbreak Anniversary, which was everywhere after. Good for her. Good for Olivia. Good, Good for, for Taylor's her. daughter. Precious. Precious girl. Ayun. Yeah, uh, we're like off topic. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> still adjacent. Well, it's, it's, it's still adjacent Taylor-ish. Taylor Swift. That's true. That's true. So yeah, I mean. You know my trajectory. Coming towards the next re-release, which will be um, 1989. I wonder what songs are coming from the vault this time around. Because 1989 is so recent. That was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we can still really remember when Shake It oh, Off yeah. came, yeah. came out. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're not going to get... Oh, my... We didn't get into na how I had a Taylor anti-face. But I guess a 1989 episode. Yes, yeah, solo. I'm kind of sad but, that she's not doing Speak Now next because I really love Speak Now. Speak Now is my yun yung number one yeah, Taylor Swift album. Ko. That, that was is, my peak Swifty era. Agree. I think that was my peak Swifty too. And it was also because it was her, like, because, like, you know, in red, it kind of became pop y mm-hmm. already. Like, Speak Now was like country the last pop talaga. Country, really country pop. Tolo doesn't agree. Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> But like Taylor stand, Speak so Now is I, I so good. Now. And my all-time favorite Taylor song is in Speak Now, which is Sparks Fly. Um, oh, so, you know, like, that's why I'm kind of sad that 1989 is coming first. But I mean, that's also really exciting because, like, five years ago wasn't so long. And, like, Taylor is really writing, like, nonstop. So it's, I'm, I'm still excited. But mm-hmm. I, where's my yeah, Speak Now, Taylor? Yeah. The Harry Styles thing is definitely, definitely yeah. interesting. Yeah, if that's do that, that's gonna be like oh the God. biggest collab of the year, maybe. I'm hoping. I mean, I'm at that point in my life now na hindi na ako galit over the <laughs> Harry and Taylor relationship. So now, all I want is 
totoo yung mga mga wishful thinking collabs of Harry and Taylor like I would die was it not die. was that post of Taylor uh, after when Harry her and Harry uh, broke up yung back in the studio oh my gosh was oh. that her was that yeah Harry? so that was the era that was the era na galit na galit ako kay Taylor <laughs> the era actually was her journal Taylor's Did I write? Or something like that. Diba may pinakita Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, so, I'll just, can I just quickly share that? So, yun nga. I was a big Swifty from like 2006 to 2011. But then Haler happened and I just loved One Direction. I was a Delulu who was in love with Harry Styles. So, naturally, nagalit ako when, when she dated Harry. Pero, ayun. Anyways, yun nga. Again, I'm over it. Because like I'm 24, I'm past that Delulu stage of being a fangirl. So now all with I'm hoping people. is <laughs> yeah, with white people. Yeah, with white people, I can't believe. Okay, anyways, so now all That's I want, not if not, kung hindi collab, kung hindi like Harry Taylor collab, I would still appreciate kung parang may Mr. Perfectly Fine equivalent sa mm-hmm. 1989, na like a hidden, a lost Harry about Harry yeah. track. Although, can I, I can I just ask a question like? How did everyone know that Mr. Perfectly Fine was about Joe Jonas? Like, I didn't... Was there an article well, or something? Basta, just the references. Well, first of all, yun, the timeline is medyo giveaway. Okay, yeah, yeah, the timeline. Generally, is. all of the love songs that she wrote. Yeah, those for I mean, Joe all Jonas. the breakup songs she yeah. wrote in 2008, more or less, about Joe Jonas. But people, ano din eh? Parang they pointed out, I can't think of them now. Pero madaming... The thing was like a meme. <laughs> But <laughs> there were lines from Mr. Perfectly Fine that were very similar to other songs about Joe. I see. Okay. But again, I can't think of them right yeah, now. Yeah, there were, yeah. ano, parang there were side-by-sides of like uh, lyrics made it to other songs. Parang ganun. I see. Okay. Okay. Because I, I, I just saw that everyone was saying, oh, it's about Joe Jonas. But I didn't really like read into it. Like, I, and yeah, it, it is a time. You're right. It's a timeline, and because like we all know that this was the Joe Jonas era of Taylor Swift. Of Taylor. But, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to like, how does how do how do you all know? But I remember people pointed out the last kiss and forever and always. There mm-hmm. were some lines that I, know, I see okay. were similar, so people Got just it. concluded. Oh my gosh! 1989. Let's go, yes. Harry. Come through, Harry. Those who are curious, uh, Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version, there's snippets of it online already. Oh, yeah. So, it's a movie trailer, it's, no? It's in the movie oh, called yeah. Spirit Untamed, which is a 3D reboot of the Spirit movie from way back. You know, the, the horse? horse spirit. <laughs> <laughs> And Taylor's uh, version of Wildest Dreams is there, which doesn't sound that different, for sure. But yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna sound more identical pa nga. Yeah, because it's more your voices, uh-uh. But yeah. But you know, I'm not gonna complain if it still sounds oh, similar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still gonna listen to it. With yeah. 1989. It's still gonna be on replay. Um, ultimate. Taylor. That's your era, Cholo. That's my yeah. era, literally. It's just nice to have a revive, revival of that era. Like, mm-hmm. Um, Polaroids oh and gosh. such. <laughs> I remember 
Before photo cards, Cholo, you had Taylor Swift Polaroids. Yeah, I still have them till now. Somewhere. I remember one time you were even making cuento that like you and I don't know, was it you, Boots, or Simika? You guys like went to the library and looked at like the yearbook of 1989 because it's so obsessed. <laughs> and we found your really? parents. We found yeah, your like, <laughs> I didn't remember. I remember I, looking at yearbooks. I didn't remember we picked 1989. I remember you, your parents graduated. No, my parents were 87, so but I don't how know. Did we find them. We found them. I don't just know randomly, just by just, chance. I know it was the scary. That's the scariest thing. I remember that. Like I walked into class, and then you guys just all looked at me, and then you just, and then I think it was you or Mika who just said my mom's full name. I was like, "Is <laughs> is this your mom?" Blah 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 blah. I was like. Yes. <laughs> Why? I said like it was the full maiden name. It wasn't like you know what I mean. Like if it was her full so married like name, it wouldn't. You look like that. Yeah, but no I mean, <laughs> just because she looked like <laughs> that's so funny. I didn't know that my connection pala yun to 1989. I, 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 I would say. Either. Oh, 90. Actually, I wasn't. I listened to the album, pero I wasn't that obsessed because nga. I was still recovering from the whole Haler thing <laughs> at that point. It was 2014. It was her anti phase. Oh, hindi na patapos patapos na yung anti. But like, I still f- haven't fully like gotten past it. But solo, I remember you talaga. You wouldn't shut up about Taylor talaga. Oh, you would not. That was the that was really the peak. So we'll talk more yeah. about that in the 1989 Taylor's version episode. Yeah, we have we have stories about that now because we had met at that time. Yeah, <laughs> we have shared experiences. Now. Yeah. I mean, with um, with Fearless, like, what were my memories in 2008? I was watching iCarly, and that's the oh, classified. Oh gosh, yes, and correct. Hannah Montana was that was that around that's, that's that pretty era. Pretty much my ano din naman, Desert's my 2008. Place. Yeah, I was in my musical uniform. Too. Yes, I was in my <laughs> uniform in my best friend's house watching Mix, and there was Love Story. You know, like that. Those were my stories back then. So not very exciting. <laughs> My yeah. gosh, exciting uh, then the 1989, if ever. That episode's gonna be... The vault traps, for sure, are gonna be really exciting as well. Oh, yes. The merch. <laughs> we already bought, like, <laughs> Fearless uh, Taylor's version merch. And it's just great for her. I mean, after two critically acclaimed albums, now she has, instead of, like, having a year of no Taylor Swift as we usually do, there's like two re-recordings and more songs to come and more I know stuff I guess she's dropping stuff as if she were like a K-pop idol can I just say <laughs> more how often she's dropping stuff yeah even more really package pa siya yeah but like every I don't like if you guys saw on Twitter though, everyone's just saying like she's the most productive human being of the last like year because you know of this quarantine 2020 was a year but like she made it a little better. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, although I guess, folklore was very depressing, <laughs> it was like the first few lessons. <laughs> I got really, I got into a really deep like sadness because of folklore. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh nga, Cholo went through this phase. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, with exile, with ex- <laughs> exile, hurt me. Like I honestly, there was a point I could not listen to it because it just made me so sad. I made the bad decision of listening to Exile at 3 a.m. five times in a row. <laughs> that just made me really sad. But now yeah. I love it. I love it. I love Exile. One of the best. I'm still, I'm still, my number one is still Betty. Because it reminds me of um, 
Mary song randomly from her mm. first album. Yeah. <laughs> lang. yeah. So again, my I, I just keep going, Matthew. What are my favorite Taylor Swift songs na bago? The one that feels like old ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think is I mean, I would say that Exile is kind of reminiscent just because it has that same like story. The way that she writes it, like it's still the same way. Mm-mm. And then there's the what Chala was mentioning with that's when it's like the way that they talk back to yeah. each other, like during the song. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yon Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yep. We love you, Taylor. We love you. I love you now. <laughs> I love her again now. I love her again. <laughs> but I mean, you we we listen to Lover together. It, like yeah. in the car. Before yeah, we did. Dora before Dora. Was oh, yeah, before Dora? I think it was before Dora. Wow. Wow. Full circle. Our last yeah. I joke, that wasn't our last was podcast last. episode. Naman, but <laughs> one of the few 2019. Yeah. I think my last live show with you though, Cholo was friends. And that was so long was ago. A while ago. Was, yeah. And the next one now was Tiger King, but that was already COVID. That was that already, was already ano, na, um, Yeah. Gabe. Yep. Fun. Good enough. Good reunion podcast episode. <laughs> For sure. And you know, this is not gonna be the last Taylor Swift oh, yeah. because she just drops them like hotcakes. Yeah, <laughs> and, it will be your so. second permutation. For all we know, <laughs> next month na yo 1989. Oh nga. <laughs> I guess at the end of this all, final verdict about fearless Taylor's version. I loved it. I loved it. Again, thank you for still staying true to the original version. Yeah. As someone who is such a big fan of the original. Agree. No, and like, I've been listening all week. And I remember, like, before you messaged us asking if I could, if we could be in this podcast, I was listening to it. And I was just like, my gosh, I really should listen to something other than Taylor Swift. And then you messaged (laughs) saying, like, oh, you want to be in my Fearless podcast? I'm like, Sure. Yes, I gotta listen to it more. So that's all I did. Like, I don't think I've listened to anything. Well, I mean, I'm sure I have, but not as much as I've like re. re- I've been repeating. Over, I mean, fearless yeah. version over and over. And it's so funny, because the fact that these are songs we've heard already before, and yeah, everyone we still so can't stop listening to it. Uh, but can. I guess, uh, diba parang in her. Was that the message in the album? Niya, na parang when you listen to this, it's like a mix of nostalgia and newness. Something she yeah. said something along those and lines. I, I like, but she said something about I'm so happy that like I got to grow up with my fans. I mean, which is true. She did grow up with us, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's also the charm of like having a new album, but knowing how to sing the songs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's always the Same struggle. Same but different. Yeah, like there's always a struggle with new albums. Like I love listening to new albums, but at the same time, I'm like, but I don't know the words, so it's but I want to sing so along fun. to it. Yeah, <laughs> and like you know, you with a new album, you always have to like I don't know about you guys, but like with new albums for me, I always have to look up the lyrics, and then like yeah. I always have to redo the lyrics while I listen to the song. So it's like it's still like you're concentrating and you're kind of like having to like orient yourself with this album. With Fearless Taylor's version, I was kind of just like. Oh, there's fearless. Okay, I know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like and I can yeah. sing yeah. without looking up. It usually takes like two weeks for us to convene after a, an album drop. And you're right. Mm-hmm. Na parang after this one, okay, let's do it the week after because we 
already know it by heart. We know already yeah. what we think. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, and that's for me, is what makes this really great. At, especially at this time where everyone generally feels down. The, the youthfulness that it brought back to us. And also seeing newer generations appreciate what we love from so long ago. Like my sister, who's just 15 now, was literally a child when this released. And now she's just singing along to Fearless as well. Oh so, and, you know, seeing nga, Olivia, the new generation, Taylor, and all that. It's just full circle and amazing how much we've all grown with this album. Yes. Yeah. So, wow, I'm getting senti. <laughs> and I also think it's like so exciting because like I was thinking about it na you know how when our parents we don't we don't really know their music anymore or like parang the music they used to listen to isn't like a thing anymore. But like I was thinking about like with the smart thing that Taylor did was she released it when her generation is starting to have children. Like the, this, like mm. these kids are still gonna know who there is. That's true. I just, I just think it's like I don't, I don't think it wasn't intentional. I'm not sure, but like it's just cool that like it's something that she get that like another generation. Like we're on generation what now, alpha or something. Yeah. We yeah. like hear it growing up because technically speaking, these are new songs and they will, <laughs> they'll play. And just I guess that just speaks about the longevity of her career at this point na, you know people still really wait for it and the collective consciousness of seeing your Spotify friend activity being all the same album at the same time and everyone is really dropping everything to listen to it on this the moment it drops yeah so that is it for our Taylor's fearless fearless Taylor's version episode we hope you had a fun uh, trip down memory lane with us. And we certainly did enjoy talking about our memories, even though we were literally strangers 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now let's talk about our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations for the week. Um, I will begin with mine. It is Normal People, the book and the show. Um, I finally got to finish a book after so long. And it was really nice and very... I mean, for the lack of better word, normal. It's so normal in that sense that it's not really like completely dramatic, but it really gets to you the way the story is written. And the series is really be- a beautiful adaptation, I would say. I, parang it's one of the rare times I like the series or the adaptation more than the actual source material. And yeah, it's just really ang sakit niya, and it's just so normal, but it hurts. And I guess that's the beauty of the story is that it's just really about normal people, no um, no thrills or anything about love, my grand gestures or anything. It's just really about like two people and the journey of their relationship ever-changing. And yeah, the people who play them, um, Daisy Edgar Jones and Paul Mescal are also really like beautiful people so if you want to watch two beautiful people and a really sad story and I don't know it's just like I feel like it's such a sad thing to watch during the pandemic though and if you if, if you're feeling particularly particularly lonely some it might even hurt 
Don't watch it if you're sad. Don't read it. Like, if you want intimacy with other people, like even just hugging people, like maybe it's not the show right now, but if you wanna. (laughs) How you're taking it back, your recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just really nice. If if you want some sadness or like some emotion. Yeah. yeah, and I, I'm sure Booty also got to watch the show and Risa got to read the book. Um, you'd agree with. I have so many yeah. feelings about this Definitely. book. I don't even get me started. But very good book. Very it's good. very good, but very sad. Yes. So that's just a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll save my thoughts about the characters for another time or after our um, episode. Kaya uh, guys, what are your recommendations? For me, I'll recommend the podcast, which I've talked to you guys a bunch of times already. But my new favorite podcast is actually very similar to yours, Cholo. It's Guilty Pleasures by Zach Kornfeld and Friends. So Zach from the Try Guys. So he has this side project um, where he and his two friends, Kelsey and Garrick, talk about their favorite movies. Um, my guilty pleasures, but not necessarily good, but just you know, just iconic movies that they talk about and reminisce over. And ayun na, I'm just recommending it because I think the very aligned Shadita sa podcast Macholo. So and maybe to whoever right? <laughs> we're we're coming up with the Twilight episode soon because we oh yeah <laughs> because oh. of guilty pleasures because of guilty pleasures. So guilty pleasures yeah. has a Twilight episode. So it's so like. Yun, uh, I think that- uh, whoever's listening to this kasi, I would think that they would also find that podcast very fun. Yeah. So, ayun, I recommend that. Their last episode was the Lizzie McGuire movie. I haven't listened to it, actually. It's so I will. good. I, I love the Lizzie McGuire movie. was one of my favorite movies growing up. As in, I had the soundtrack and everything. I would play it so like CD player go. So, ayun, just a fun podcast. Yung Lizzie McGuire, ano ko pa? Lizzie McGuire physical edition was a cassette tape, I think. It's <laughs> <laughs> akin CD naman. Okay, mine was CD na. So, I think CDs were more expensive then, so I bought the cheap yeah. one. <laughs> I did have the DVD, though. And I think it, it was real, DVD. which meant it was a gift. Because we, my... <laughs> we didn't buy real. <laughs> I get the experience. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so expensive, and now you just click and watch Netflix. I know. What about you, Risa? Okay. Um, I've been recommending this to Booty for a while, though. Oh. I, <laughs> Sorry. I'm so I haven't watched it yet. Um, Julie and the Phantoms. It's a Netflix original show. It's very, like, high school musical vibes because the producer is Kenny Ortega. Um, so it's about this girl named Julie. And then, like, these three guys. Uh, they're I, gonna say, I know so many people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, basically, like Julie, Julie meets these like three ghosts who, um, you know, they can't go to the other side. They can't cross over until they finish their unfinished business. So she forms a band with these three ghosts, and then they try to figure out what their unfinished business is here on Earth. That's why it's called Julie and the Phantoms because they're literally, it's literally Julie and the Phantoms. <laughs> it's literally Julie, but it's really good. I enjoyed it. The music is great, and like I know it's a kid show, but come on, it's it's so fun and like, yeah, it's it's just it was just so much fun and it's a little more mature because like I mean with Disney they don't really talk about like 
uh, well, because there's like a gay character, and like you know, Disney doesn't really go that way yet. So like mm-hmm. that was something that I was like, oh okay, so this is obviously a different direction. And again, the music is great. You can listen to on spot, listen to it on Spotify, and I'm really I want more people to watch it because they haven't announced yet if there's gonna be a season two, and I need a season two of this show. <laughs> was there like a bitten ending, ba? Or yeah, of end? course, because oh, it okay. has to have a season two, but it has like um some of your favorites from like the Descendants franchise which is like Cheyenne Jackson and Boo Boo Stewart and yeah it's just a lot of fun it's a really fun show to watch and like um oh I was gonna my K-drama yeah, recommendation Boo Boo Stewart face also I am I am yeah. in a Boo Boo Stewart face <laughs> <laughs> this is okay anyway so my second recommendation is a K-drama it's the new um K-drama that's still ongoing on Netflix which is Vincenzo Um, starring Sung Joong Ki from Descendants of the Sun. Uh, he plays like a mafia, Italian mafia lawyer who comes back to Korea. And it's really good. And it's funny. Like you would think that something about a mafia, an Italian mafia lawyer going to Korea would be serious. It's not. It's a lot of fun. But it is still like ongoing. And I'm so frustrated because there's no new episodes this week. So we have to wait for <laughs> more episodes. But the first, and this is long. This is a long K-drama. Most K-dramas are like 16 episodes. This mm-hmm. one is 20. So the first 16 are out already. So we're just waiting for the last. You're caught up na? No, I'm pacing oh, okay. myself. Yeah, I was gonna say, because I know you don't like being caught up. Yeah, I know. I started watching. I know, exactly. I started watching when episode 12 came out. Because I was like, okay, it's just two more weeks. <laughs> like, I can, like, wait two more weeks. And I scrolled down. I was like, why does it say it's gonna end pa last week of May? It's because there's 20 episodes. And I was like, <laughs> but I started it and I couldn't stop. And it, it's very good. So, yun. And people are really saying Song Joong Ki really deserves his nomination for this. Oh my god! The backsing and he looks thing, so uh, good. He look. I'm sorry, like off topic. He looks <laughs> so good. Like I watch it better than Kim So Yoon in It's Okay to Not Be Okay on this series. Um. You know, I don't know. This is like a. I guess it's just because this is so different from. Like, his usual. I, yeah, his I, Well, okay, to be fair, I've only ever watched him in Dots, so I guess I'm not the best person to, like, say anything. But it's a very different character, I guess. Like, this guy's, like, it, it's it's really different. And props to him, he learned Italian. I don't know if it's great Italian, but <laughs> he learned it. <laughs> he learned it. <laughs> so, Yun, okay, that's it for me. All right, and those are our pop culture recommendations for the week. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Uh, we hope we you enjoyed as much as we did, especially another Taylor Swift album. And we will see you guys for more Taylor Swift episodes pretty soon. <laughs> we never know when they will drop, but they will. And of course, we have all our previous episodes on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcasts. Of course, we're here on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM every week as well. Thanks to the Radio Katipunan fam. Of course, you can go follow us on social media as well. That's at Popcorn with Cholo, at Popcorn W Cholo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we will see you all next time for more Popcorn. Bye! Bye!